Will the new Blade game from Marvel and Arcane be an Xbox exclusive? Well, that has become the million dollar question in the wake of the game's announcement and its trailer that took place during the Game Awards of 2023. Now, I waited to cover this because I assumed that there would be some sort of official statement or clarification from Xbox or Phil Spencer. In the absence of any official answer, we now have a tweet from the official Xbox account along with the trailer being put on the Xbox YouTube channel. But we still are not any closer to a concrete answer. Many are quick to say that this is obviously an Xbox exclusive, while others see this being related to the recent comments from the CFO of Xbox as well as Phil Spencer about how they are viewing things differently in the wake of the Activision Blizzard deal with first party titles going to be heading to platforms like PlayStation and Nintendo. So I want to look at all of this and theorize about what is going on. There are a lot of possibilities. A lot of folks are throwing out theories and we're going to try to look at all of them. Now I put all of the good information information right here at the beginning of the video it's a longer video because it's a live stream so i do a daily live stream if you want to be here for discussions and content like this make sure you hit the subscribe button the bell button as well as the like button that way you're here for the shows Well, the aftermath of the Blade game announcement has been one of excitement, confusion, and hot debate. Due to both the announcement interview and the trailer making no mention of Xbox exclusivity, or even Xbox Game Pass, or really even Xbox as a platform, many are left asking, will this be an Xbox exclusive? Needless to say, this has led to very passionate debates and arguments on both sides of the issue. Many are saying it is, many are saying it is not, and it's sort of just going back and forth like that. So first, I want to walk through what exactly happened. The announcement and the trailer not only have aspects of this, but we also have folks in the press saying that, listen, we asked about this already, and the answers they were given were pretty interesting. We also have the trailer landing on the Xbox YouTube channel, along with the tweet from the official Xbox account. But even after all of that, we are still left with what feels like a fairly large question mark. Second, I want to look at the reactions, not just to the trailer, but to the question in general. I posted my own poll on Twitter, and I've been watching the developing discourse and the debate around this for a few days now. Some are just curious, while others are getting a bit testy. Lastly, I will tell you what I think. There are a lot of possibilities here, and one possibility is growing in its probability and its likelihood with every passing day. So So first, what happened? Well, during the Game Awards of 2023, this Blade announcement trailer that you were just looking at, it was shown. It's pretty short. It only lasts a minute and a half, but the art style is strong. Voice acting is good. It sets up the setting, the tone of Blade as a character. And my initial impression was excitement. Like, yes, give us more games from Marvel. We we, we know they want to make more games. We know they want to be more involved. So especially when the interview with Jeff Keighley showed that the Arcane Lion team or Leon team, it's actually pronounced Leon. I always want to say Lion. That team is the team that will be working on it. This is the team behind the Dishonored series and Deathloop. And even though I wasn't a huge fan of Deathloop, I thought the art style and the first person mechanics felt really good. But I was really excited when I found out this team was going to be making it third person. Okay, both Deathloop and Dishonored games are really solid first person games, but I really think a game like Blade needs to be in the third person. We need to see the character, we need to see the sword coming off of his back as they make that sort of the crescendo of the trailer. And then folks started pointing out that the trailer and the interview made no mention of Xbox exclusivity or Xbox Game Pass. The interview focused mainly on Blade and why Arcane was such a great fit and why they're so passionate about making 
making it. The interview even ends with the game director from Arcane Leon emphasizing the words third person. He really emphasized that. I think that was a question in my mind and probably many others. And I love that he emphasized that. It's like, I think that's really important for a game like this feeling really good. But he also said, let us cook. And I love this coming from developers now. They're like, listen, let us cook. Like, let us make a great game. Let us take our time. So the interview, the announcement, and the trailer, they don't just avoid saying Xbox exclusive or Xbox Game Pass. They avoid saying Xbox entirely. It's never mentioned. I rewatched the interview just to make sure one more time. It's not just the trailer. The gentlemen on stage don't even utter the word Xbox. Now, keep this in mind when we look at the Xbox tweet in a moment because... I think this is very, very important, all right? The discussion started kicking up on Twitter and YouTube about this. We learned from Steven Totillo of Axios that he actually asked about this very thing. He asked about Xbox exclusivity with Blade, and he said that, quote, Disney told me that's a question for Bethesda. Now, this has been wrongfully interpreted as meaning that exclusivity is up to Bethesda, like it's their decision. This is simply not true. We know this is not true. He is saying that the question on exclusivity is one to direct to Bethesda. He says that's a question for Bethesda like listen if you want to ask that question you're going to have to go ask them I find the response to be odd mainly because uh, gaming press outlets are interpreting this as meaning that Bethesda is in charge of exclusivity and the decision about that okay you don't know what you're talking about if you're reporting that okay let's just track with this okay this is something that the publisher would decide the rights holder would decide this would be up to the licensing deal and the decision that they came to Bethesda would be the last person in the exchange to make that decision just look at how phil spencer told them that not just you know new ip but all ip will be exclusive in the future it's up to xbox it's not up to bethesda so this question that he asked he was basically told like listen you got to direct that question to bethesda which is a really interesting response in general like why would disney be unwilling to speak to that i mean if they negotiated the deal and they went with a multi-plat or an exclusivity deal What's the deal there? Why wouldn't you just say that? Why would you like? oh, you got to go ask Bethesda. So we learned during the FTC trial that Bethesda would have no say in exclusivity. So many people, I think, are misreading that comment. That, again, would be up to Xbox. Or it could be up to Marvel in the negotiations, right? They may have said, we don't want to be exclusive. We know that this title would do very well as a multi-plat, all right? Now, think about how this has transpired. We learned from the FTC trial that Phil walks in the room and tells them, listen, all future titles will be exclusive, and this surprised the CFO, Tim Stewart. And now they won't even speak to whether or not Blade is an exclusive. In the midst of all of this, the Axios article that prompted Stephen Totillo to ask this question uh, and about whether or not, you know, he asked about the exclusivity deal, so he published this out on there on Twitter, and somebody said, hey, did you ask about Blade? Listen to what a Disney executive said about Indiana Jones and Xbox exclusivity. Now this comes from Sean Shoptaw, head of gaming at Disney, and he says, on renegotiating the Indiana Jones game's terms at the request of Microsoft to make it Xbox or PC exclusive, after Microsoft bought its development studio with, quote, Xbox still being one of the bigger marketplaces for games, we didn't feel we were going to be overly exclusionary. We felt like it's still going to reach a broad set of folks, and we felt financially and strategically for the game that made sense at the time. Okay, that last part seems pretty important. It made sense 
at the time and they justified the decision to go exclusive with xbox because they referred to to xbox as still one of the bigger marketplaces for games well xbox just spent a big portion of 2023 telling the ftc and the whole world that they're in third place and that they are way behind so perhaps disney's ideas about exclusivity have changed More than that, Xbox's own CFO said recently that first-party games would start appearing more and more on platforms that were previously considered competitors. Now, some tried to insist that he was only talking about Activision Blizzard games, but that made no sense of his remarks given that he was talking broadly about the future, not games that are already on PlayStation, Nintendo, like Call of Duty and Minecraft. Mere days after that came to light, As Dusk Falls, which is a game published by Xbox Game Studios, was announced to be coming to PlayStation. So if you look at the timeline of things, Phil Spencer tells Famitsu that he sees Nintendo and PlayStation as part of the Xbox community. Tim Stewart, Xbox's CFO, tells a Wells Fargo summit that going forward they will have a slight change in strategy and start putting first-party titles on PlayStation and Nintendo. And then, As Dust Falls, a game published by Xbox Game Studios, announces that it's coming to PlayStation 5. And... The crowning part of all this timeline is that you have this huge reveal announcement for Arcane and an Xbox-owned studio simply won't say anything about Xbox or Xbox exclusivity. Now, if we look at the Xbox tweet, I have to I have to do all that to kind of set the stage for the context of why this announcement's being, you know, sort of combed over and scrutinized. If we look at the Xbox tweet. There it is on screen for you, so you know I'm not misquoting them. They say, We're thrilled to see Bethesda and Arcane Leon, the studio behind Dishonored and Deathloop, work with Marvel Games to bring you Marvel's Blade, a new single-player third-person action-adventure game set in the heart of Paris. And then they link to the trailer on their YouTube channel. I really want you to look at this tweet, okay? Because people thought that this tweet was the end of the matter. I literally saw people who are looked to as a source of information in the gaming world, and they thought that, like, well, this this settles it. There you go. It's an Xbox exclusive. Read the tweet, okay? There is absolutely zero ownership language in this tweet. They are thrilled to see Bethesda and Arcane work with Marvel games. They're not saying that they're involved. They're not saying they're a part of this. They're like, hey, we're thrilled to see this happening. It seems like they're distant from this. It's very sort of disconnected. I mean, anybody could tweet this. I'm thrilled to see Bethesda and Arcane Leon working with Marvel on Blade. Like, anybody can say that. There's just, there's no ownership here. It doesn't seem like they're involved. And this doesn't say, again, anything about exclusivity. Now, if you go to the actual link and you go to the YouTube channel, that one doesn't have anything in it that has changed other than an outro and intro Xbox logo, like the little Xbox sound that they do on the intro and outro of things with their logos. There's nothing within the trailer or the closing card, this this, this final card here, that everybody's combing over with the word blade on it. I was too slow there. Sorry. There's nothing There's nothing there. Nothing has changed. And the description of the YouTube video says, From Bethesda and Arcane Leon, the studio that brought you Dishonored and Deathloop, Marvel's Blade is a mature single-player third-person game set in the heart of Paris, now in development in collaboration with Marvel Games. Remember that last part, right? Now in development in collaboration with Marvel Games, because we're going to look at some other trailers that use that lingo 
as well. Virtually every Starfield and Redfall trailer on the Xbox channel always mentions Xbox in the trailer and in the description. Starfield arrives exclusively on Xbox Series X and S and PC uh, on NPC in 2023. Play it day one with Xbox Game Pass. Like that's in some of the earliest trailers on the YouTube channel for Starfield. The very first Redfall trailer has the Xbox logo down in the corner listed with the Series X and the Series S. And the earliest Redfall video on the Xbox channel has its last frame looking like this. Is there any doubt what's happening with this game here? Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Consoles, Xbox Game Pass. Like, Xbox Game Pass is on there twice, and Xbox Consoles is on there. Now, if you really want to press this, leaving no doubt where the game's going to land when you look at this trailer, you might want to push back and say, oh, oh, wait, wait, hang on. The, the, the Blade trailer's just an announcement trailer, okay? Well, let's go to the very first announcement trailer for Redfall. I had to zoom in so you could see it. All right, right down here in the corner, what do you see? This is the cinematic trailer for Redfall. The very first one, this one came out years ago. This was when they just showed us the Cinemax. No gameplay yet at all. And down in the corner, you have the Xbox Series X, S, PC game, Arcane Bethesda. None of this is present in the, 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 the Blade trailer, which is why everybody is so confused, okay? Just like the Blade trailer, the, a purely cinematic trailer, right? If you look at this trailer, this is very similar to that first Redfall trailer. It even kind of has a similar vibe and a, and a similar feel and art style. The cinematics for Redfall were incredible. Most It was weird that none of them were actually in the game, but they were very, very strong. So... We're all caught up, okay? We're all caught up. That, that, that is, that's how the game was announced, and we've now compared it to sort of like other Zenimax Bethesda property and how those trailers came out. So, what has been the reaction to this? I put out a Twitter poll asking a simple question. I said, what is everyone's take on the Blade game situation? Is this an Xbox exclusive or not? And the results are as follows. After 1,000 votes, 45% said they believe it's an Xbox exclusive. 55% said that they believe it is not. Okay, they believe that it is multi-plat. So opinions on this are pretty split. Really big Xbox fans are adamant that this is an Xbox exclusive. I saw people championing the tweet from Xbox. They're like, yep, that settles it. Thank you, Xbox. Xbox hasn't said anything. They're being very vague about this. So, what type of responses and reactions are we seeing out there? Well, first, to paraphrase, we're seeing statements like this. This game will be multi-plat. This is what the CFO told us would happen. I've seen people ultimately say that. Now, basically, the line of reasoning here is that the CFO just got done telling investors or potential investors that first-party games would start showing up on PlayStation and Nintendo. And they see this trailer and the absence of any verbiage about exclusivity as evidence that Xbox is already doing it. I actually find the timing of both Phil and the CFO's remarks to be pretty interesting. The CFO went from saying, you know, we're going to do first, better, or best. This was after buying Zenimax to now saying first party games are going to come to what we previously thought were competitors. Like, that's a very, very different vibe. So, I could be compelled to think that the plan and the strategy has changed, and I believe Activision Blizzard was the catalyst to that. On the other side of things, there are a lot of folks reacting as the following says. They say things like this. It's obviously an Xbox exclusive. Xbox owns Arcane, and the trailer's on the Xbox channel, and they just tweeted, okay? I've seen this response, you know, pretty much everywhere. This response really reminds me of the PlayStation Showcase of 2023, and you might be like, how does that remind you of the PlayStation Showcase? Let me elaborate. They 
they seemingly were very intentional about not drawing attention to what first party games were in the PlayStation showcase I theorized that PlayStation didn't want to draw attention to first party games they just wanted to announce a ton of games I said at the time that John Q Public has no idea about any of this stuff John Q Public saw a PlayStation showcase with a ton of games coming out and that passively makes the consumer think that hey these are PlayStation games or at the very least it just says hey here's a bunch of games coming to PlayStation the Xbox tweet and the trailer on the Xbox channel feels very similar it just gives the impression to the average consumer that this is an Xbox game that Xbox logo intro and outro that's enough to do that it's not saying it exclusively it's not explicitly stating it but anybody that sees that trailer or the tweet from Xbox is going to think oh hey good for Xbox man they got a blade game coming out again That's a great passive way to control and manipulate what the consumer thinks. I believe PlayStation did that in the summer. They're like, we're not going to draw attention to first party. We're just going to announce a bunch of games because the average consumer doesn't even know what first party means. So I am not compelled by the tweet or the trailer on the Xbox YouTube channel. I would expect them to speak very specifically to this. Okay. Now, some might push back and they might say, listen, it's just too early to talk about platform exclusivity. Okay. That might be true. Maybe it is too early, okay? But then, just this morning on my Twitter, uh, a user by the name of GoodHunterBL drew my attention to Perfect Dark. And I'm going to draw your attention to Perfect Dark. And he made this point. He said, they announced Perfect Dark 4. They announced Perfect Dark four years ago. And the game is so far away, too. Maybe Blade will release before. But they stated it's on Game Pass and the platform. I don't care where Blade lands, honestly. But it's weird that they are doing something different, maybe. So I appreciate folks like this. All he's worried about is the facts. He doesn't care where it lands, but he's like, listen, if you're going to say it's too early to mention a platform, Perfect Dark was announced and it hasn't, it has nothing has happened with that. That was like four years ago. So I appreciate this, this information. I, this is just somebody trying to get to the bottom of it. Like, let's just try to get all the facts out there in view of the public. I actually think that's very fair pushback to anybody saying, well, it's just too early. The very first cinematic trailer for Redfall made sure to let you know where it was coming okay and xbox made that announcement so when xbox tweets it and xbox puts it on their youtube channel why are they not saying anything about exclusivity now i've seen some folks echo what i said initially when this debate came up people have said things like listen marvel sees the sales of spider-man on playstation and they want some of that money It's really difficult to ignore the potential revenue. A third-person action-adventure Marvel superhero game would likely sell very well on PlayStation. And Marvel and Disney know that, which is related to something else I saw folks saying. I saw folks saying, Disney needs money right now. It's kind of hard to argue with that. I do think fair pushback on the Disney needing money line would be that this contract was drawn up maybe before Disney hit some of its financial troubles in the last year. But I would honestly think that Disney and Marvel probably did what any self-respecting IP owner would do and they negotiated for the deal that's the most profitable which would potentially be having Blade land on PlayStation. As I said during my coverage of the CFO's comments, that doesn't take away from Xbox or Game Pass. In fact, it would increase the value from a certain point of view. PlayStation consumers would have to buy Blade if this scenario is what's going to happen, and then Xbox could be out there touting day and date on Game Pass. It's almost like a have-your-cake-and-eat-it-too moment. You can make money on the platform that has proven to buy Marvel superhero games in large quantities and still boost the value of your own sub 
subservice at the exact same time. That seems like a win-win. Marvel and Disney would make more money, and I honestly think so would Xbox in that exchange. Now, they would also be making more money while making Game Pass look really good to both current and potential subscribers. Now, another point that I've seen made is that exclusives are always leveraged. I think this is a really good point because, as an example, the Wolverine teaser trailer from 2021 says the following in its description. Marvel's Wolverine is currently in development by Insomniac Games for PlayStation 5, created in collaboration with Marvel Games and PlayStation. So you see that similar language about in collaboration with, but PlayStation's included. The PlayStation 5 is mentioned, okay? So the brand is a part of it. It's like, listen, this is being made for the PlayStation 5. This is being done in collaboration with Marvel and PlayStation. And this was leveraged as a great way to sell PS5s. Like, at a time when they're starting up and ramping up and they're marketing the PS5, they push this out and they let you know this is an exclusive. Right now, when the Game Awards happens, it's right before the holidays. It just seems weird to not leverage a Marvel game as an exclusive to your platform. That's marketing power. To which many people have replied and they have said, well, this is creating more buzz by them not saying anything. Okay? I'll not deny that as a possibility, okay? That they're doing this because they knew it would create buzz and in like organic marketing, I guess. That certainly is a possibility, right? It's keeping Blade in the headlines, which would be an odd strategy. Is it really effective, you know, to cause confusion and doubt about your platform? Folks are considering buying consoles right now, you know, gifts, or they're going to get a bunch of holiday money, and they're going to be wanting to go spend that money. And if this is not clarified before the new year, I really think that theory goes out the window. Generating a bunch of buzz about Blade doesn't serve any purpose if it's not connected with your brands. Like, all you're doing is generating buzz about a game in the midst of just confusing everybody. Once the buzz of this question dies down and Blade's not really in the headlines anymore because everyone's like, well, I guess they're just not going to tell us. That would be, I think, a very strange marketing tactic if they never say anything before the new year because if they do say something in the coming weeks, as the you know the fever pitch of talking about it hits its crescendo, that might actually be really good or Xbox to say, listen, we didn't say anything right away, but we're, we're pleased to announce this, okay? That could be pretty big for them in the wake of all of the discussions. But that's related to another theory that I'm seeing. I'm seeing people say, well, Marvel's probably controlling the marketing right now. Okay, well, yeah, that's another possibility, but we've not seen that with any other Marvel games. So that would be a first. Doesn't mean it's not possible, it just means it would be a change in procedure for Marvel and Disney. And that makes the Xbox channel trailer upload and the Xbox tweet a bit strange. Like, if Marvel's in control, why'd they make them stagger it by, like, what, a day? But again, it's a possibility that Marvel is in control. Now, I'm not really sure why Marvel would want to cause platform confusion, unless there's another theory that's going on. People are saying, well, the license in the contract is still in flux. Well, since someone put this on their LinkedIn that they were working on this game two years ago, I find that hard to believe. The timeline for development on this is likely roughly two years of pre-production and maybe some negotiation. Bethesda made it clear on Twitter that development has just begun. Now, that doesn't contradict what was discovered on LinkedIn, It just means that development is now starting, which always follows and comes after pre-production, planning, storyboarding, all those things. So this game has been being worked on, you know, for two years, according to the timeline, but production, like actual development is starting now. So 
I tried to make this as short as I could. This is going to be one of my longer monologues because there was just so much to comb over and so much to compare and so much to talk about. So what do I think? What are my thoughts on this? Okay. Occam's Razor would suggest that the most plausible explanation is that this game is a multi-plat game. That doesn't mean that I want it to be multi-plat, okay? I own every system, so I genuinely do not care where Blade lands. I am more interested as a commentator who theorized that this sort of thing would start happening with Xbox first-party games. To me, it's more interesting from the business angle, right? Because if Xbox starts doing this with a game like Blade, the PR and the consumer response will be interesting to watch, especially those who are very strongly putting out videos, podcasts, and tweets saying this is definitely an exclusive. It'd be pretty interesting to see the fallout if it doesn't end up becoming true. I also think that I have never really seen a platform be coy or shy about an exclusive. Phil Spencer referred to exclusives as marketing beats in the Xbox On interview earlier this year. I also think that in the wake of the CFO's remarks, Phil was very quick to step in and clarify that one aspect. Remember, the CFO talks to Wells Fargo and like the next day, Phil's like, we have no plans to bring Game Pass to PlayStation and Nintendo. Okay, now granted, that wasn't really a pushback or a refutation of what the CFO said. It was merely an easy way to give the appearance of speaking to what was said without really saying anything, right? Phil said nothing about first party games coming to PlayStation and Nintendo. He only specifically spoke about Game Pass, which again, he said no plans. And again, it would have been very strange for Phil to walk out and refute what the CFO told investors or would-be advance investors. So that's not a good look. Phil didn't do that. My point in referencing that is this. If Blade was an exclusive, Phil or somebody would have quickly spoke to this. Their silence, in my opinion, is very telling. They're not answering the question. They're not saying anything specific. Okay, so I think that their silence means one of three possibilities. Number one, it's a multi-plat and they don't want to confirm that because that would not be a good look after all their talk of exclusivities in Game Pass, okay? So that's the first possibility. The second possibility is they're not allowed to claim exclusivity yet because Marvel is in charge at some level and they don't want that. For whatever reason, Marvel wants to wait. The third possibility is there is some other red tape explanation or marketing strategy, license, contract, something. There's some other explanation. The simplest one of the bunch is the multi-plat answer, because I can't make sense of why Marvel would enter a deal with Xbox only to restrict Xbox's ability to talk about exclusivity. What would the reasoning be? We want to generate a broader interest and buzz in our game only to announce later that it's an Xbox exclusive? That seems like a backwards way to market a product. Unless Marvel sees the public console warring that happens, and they just weren't interested in being part of that, and they didn't want to announce their game and attach it to an Xbox exclusivity announcement but if anything, saying nothing has spurred that debate on even more no matter how you shake this or which theory you think is the most plausible, we can all agree this is a very different way to announce a first party game so for now we wait and I've told you what I think so let me know what you think so let me give you my thoughts and my conclusion here, sort of a closing uh, thing that I try to do in every topic. And uh, <laughs> I know this one's going to probably devolve into into some into some weirdness, but I avoided covering this because I honestly thought 
they were just gonna possibly be like hey marvel didn't want exclusivity to be a talking point on the main stage of the game awards and we'll find out in like a day or two right that's what i thought was gonna happen i thought okay they didn't want to make that a part i thought okay they wanted the focus to be on the game and they wanted the focus to be on arcane's passion but as time has gone on i was like okay I have to cover this now because something strange is going on. This is unprecedented to have big, big piece of property and to not claim exclusivity from the very beginning. The second thing I want to say is this. The console war fight about this is predictable and it's somewhat entertaining. The big time PlayStation fans who love celebrating Spider-Man are suddenly really wanting to see Blade be multi-plat, which I find interesting. They think it's great that Spider-Man is exclusive but now they're like oh it'll be so great if blades multi-plat interesting once the shoes on the other foot playstation guys the xbox guys who commonly point out how unfair it is that playstation has spider-man well now they're acting like blade being exclusive is the biggest announcement of the decade even though it hasn't been announced as an exclusive yet both sides are being a bit dim in the self-awareness category i already had somebody tell me that i was coping because i asked about this on twitter i was like hey is this an xbox exclusive or not and they told me that i was coping and they called me a pony because that's what we do as adults now in communicating about video games listen i i have an xbox series x and game pass i've been asking for games to show off the power of the series x i get to play this game no matter what if it lands on xbox and is an exclusive and it lands on game pass day and date that actually saves me money so i guess cope with that personally I would love a big and popular title to show off the strength of the Series X. I said this during my Hellblade 2 coverage the other day, so I win either way if this lands on Xbox or PlayStation. I love games like this. Third-person action-adventure games, they are like my favorite, and I think Blade's a great character, and I hope the art style stays true to that cinematic, because I think it has a great vibe. My conclusion is this. I've continued to say that Xbox is evolving. Every time we cover the brand and the platform, I feel like the changes are happening at a rapid speed. The the, the shift from the power narrative and the world's most powerful console to instead focusing on the Series S to Phil and the CFO talking about being more of a publisher than a platform and now we have this blade announcement in a very short amount of time we went from expecting all zenimax property to be an exclusive to seeing a big marvel game reveal make no mention of exclusivity all of this happened in 2023 alone so like any first game trailer teaser well now we have to wait and i've told you my thoughts and where i landed on this and all the different theories so now let's see what you have to say And that's the show open. Let's get to the live discussion on this one, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. It's been a long time since I had a 30-minute show open, but I wanted to be exhaustive. I wanted to be fair. I'm like, okay, there's a lot of possibilities here. There's a lot of game trailers. There's a lot of announcements that have never been like this before. So I was like, okay, I need to be pretty exhaustive. So I tried to be about as fair as I could to say... There's something different about this announcement. Whether or not it's Marvel that's in charge and they said no, I I don't know. I really, really don't know. This is another shirt. Thank you so much. Yeah, let me give a shout out to Into the AM once again with just a killer shirt. I live in bourbon country, baby. I live in Kentucky and I could not pass on a highball shirt, all right, with a skull ice cube. Fantastic. 
I, I kind of want a glass like this now. Isn't it cool? Anyways, use code LONO over there at Into the AM or go to IntoTheAM.com slash LONO. We love working with them and we have regularly showcased their shirts here. Always remember to use my code or that link and you can always stack my code on any sales they're doing. So keep your eyes peeled, man. Into the AM always has new shirts, new arrivals, and they're always marking things down and doing sales and stuff. And the quality of the shirts are excellent. You guys know me. I'm a big fan of shirts. I would not wear low quality stuff. So thanks so much for being here, guys. Make sure and smash that like button as well. Let's get to the discussion. I really, really want to... I really, really want to hear uh, what you have to say about this. Don't forget as well, we do have the holiday blend of the coffee available now. Let me pop out the chat here. I got to thank some people for doing some gifted members all ready. We are trying to push a 2500 before Friday. You guys are currently at like 2200 so you only need 300. We've gone well above that before in the past, so I believe you can do it again. And true SSJ Havoc. Han shot first, and so did you. And true SSJ Havoc lands the first gifted sub. And we are at two now, though, because Sneaky Wolf also gifted a sub. Thank you guys so much for gifting those members to the community. And a $5 super chat tip in the opening. From Severin Evans says, the only take I have is this. The official trailer is up on the Xbox channel, but not on PlayStation's channel, so I would assume it's exclusive. I don't think that that's a good assumption. I don't, Severin. And here's why I don't think that's a good assumption. All that means is that the marketing is determining where the trailer can land. Like, it wasn't even on Xbox's channel for the first, like, what, like, 24 hours. That didn't mean anything either, did it? I think they're just literally controlling the marketing of this game in a really bizarre way. I've never seen an announcement trailer of an exclusive not claim that it's an exclusive. I've never seen the the announcement or teaser trailer of a game that's an exclusive not have it in the final frame or in the description or or somewhere you know and it's like why would you be coy about it why would you be shy about it why wouldn't they say anything and then read read that tweet from xbox like this doesn't sound there's no ownership language here it's like they're observing something happening it's like they're disconnected from the deal i mean what if this deal for some strange reason what if this deal predates the uh, ZeniMax acquisition and Microsoft couldn't get them to renegotiate and, and make it an exclusive like they did with Indiana Jones. We're thrilled to see Bethesda and Arcane Leon, the studio behind Dishonored and Deathloop, work with Marvel to bring you Marvel's Blade, a new single-player third-person action-adventure game set in the heart of Paris. It's like Xbox isn't involved. It's like they're not, it's like they're not a part of what's going on. A gifted member from Nuke and a gifted member from DK Baker. Thank you guys so much, man. Moving that member goal so, so quickly this morning. Those single members add up. So I want to know what you guys think. Is chat drunk? It's like I'm stuck in fan funding or something. I'm not seeing anything in chat other than fan funding. Let me refresh my chat. Severin Evans with another $5 Super Chat tip says, maybe it's not, but it's all I have to go on for now. Indiana Jones wasn't claimed to be an exclusive either, but we know it from the FTC case. Thank you for the $5 tip. Well, Severin, that was that was renegotiated. That was renegotiated, so it makes sense that the initial marketing didn't claim any of that. That was probably in talks. 
which I guess could mean that Blade is currently in talks. Maybe they don't know. Maybe they haven't come to a conclusion. Yeah, chat's moving now. Hmm. Yeah, we're drunk. Yeah, you guys shouldn't be drunk. Lono, you and all of us know third party is coming eventually. What if uh, this is one of the existing contracts they have to honor? I think it's something It's something to do with the contract. It's something to do with the marketing, okay? So let's say it's an exclusive to Xbox, and you're trying to figure out why they won't tell us. Well, it's pretty simple. They can't. It's it, like, again, we're considering right now, let's imagine that it's an exclusive, okay? Let's imagine it's an exclusive. It's an, if it's an exclusive to Xbox and you're trying to you're trying to puzzle out why they won't tell us, it's because they can't. There's something in the, the contract. There's something in the marketing. There's something in the, the, the license agreement. I don't know. Maybe Marvel said, listen, we don't, we don't want to promote this game initially and have it be an exclusive. Now, I think that that would be very strange since Marvel has no problem doing that with PlayStation with Wolverine announcements, with Spider-Man announcements, they had no problem with that. Like, why all of a sudden would Marvel have a problem with that? Like, oh no, we don't want to mention exclusivity. That just doesn't make any sense. So if it is an exclusive, if it is an Xbox exclusive, and they can't say anything, my question would be, well, when? When can they? Xbox does not get to make that choice. Phil does. Right, so there's a lot of bad information floating around because the gaming press poorly interpreted uh, what Steven Totillo said. When Steven Totillo said that he asked about exclusivity of Blade and they said that's a question for Bethesda, a bunch of outlets have run with that and said that Disney has communicated that exclusivity is up to Bethesda. That is not what Steven Totillo said. Steven Totillo said that he was told that's a question for Bethesda, meaning like you got to go ask them that. If you honestly think Bethesda determines the exclusivity of Blade, you've not been paying attention. Xbox would determine that. Xbox would be in charge of that, either Xbox or here's the other possibility. Maybe this contract predates the ZeniMax acquisition and Xbox can't get Marvel to renegotiate. Marvel's like, no, we're happy with the current deal. We want this to be multi-plaid. Like, that's another distinct possibility is that Marvel and Arcane were, were talking about this a long time ago. And Arcane was basically working on Deathloop. From what we have heard, as soon as Deathloop production and development was done and shipped, they shifted to work on Blade. What that basically means is during the development of Deathloop is likely when the Blade contract was drawn up. And that timeline would mean that maybe it predates the Xbox acquisition. Maybe not. We don't know. Because we know that when Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo came out, they honored the previous contractual timed exclusivity and they landed on PlayStation first. That could mean that in the midst of developing Deathloop, Arcane Leon basically gets the rights to make Blade, and then Zenimax gets purchased. Well, when Zenimax gets purchased, Arcane Leon is like, hey, we're already in a contract with Marvel for Blade. That would be, to me, that would be, to me, a very possible explanation for what's going on. Henry Heck with the VIP, thank you very much. 
Thanks for jumping back in. Finished watching the Light No Fire discussion, and it really has ignited my passion for games again after so many letdowns lately. Uh, game looks good, doesn't it? Blade is one of the best Marvel characters to turn into a video game. His moveset could make an awesome action game. I hope it turns out good. Yeah, somebody showed the initial Blade movie when he goes into that place, and it's like he's got so much gear, so many weapons, so many... And he's just cool. He just oozes cool, like he's dope. You know, it's very... It very much seemed like it inspired some of what they did in The Matrix, or maybe the other way around. I think we looked at that timeline the other day. One definitely played off the other. They didn't just honor the existing deal, they were bound by the existing deal. That's fair, lawyer in the room correcting me. It's not like they said, hey, we'll honor that deal. They're bound by that deal. So for all intents and purposes, this is not... Gosh. For all intents and purposes, this is not an exclusive because the, the, the contract predates the acquisition. This might not, this could literally have nothing to do with the CFO's comments. This could have nothing to do with Phil's comments. This could literally be, yeah, they entered that agreement before we bought them. There's nothing we can do about it, you know? And that's obviously a, 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 a tough spot to be in as Xbox because you're out here championing the fact that, like, hey, we got all this property. This is going to be great for Xbox owners. You guys are going to be getting all these great games. A lot of Xbox owners were, you know, cheering for the Activision deal because they're thinking we're going to get all these great, amazing titles on Game Pass. Paul, who are you talking to? Why do you think the summer show is called Xbox and Bethesda? It wasn't called that this year. It was called the Xbox Showcase. It was called the Xbox Bethesda Showcase last year. This year, it was just the Xbox Showcase, followed by the Starfield Direct. They completely separated it. It wasn't. It was a combination only once. Now, maybe they continue to call it the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, but they're not going to call that. It, I don't think they're going to call it that every year, personally. Oh, you're saying Phil gets the last say on what the game drops on, not if the contract predates. Oh, are you saying, Paul, that you think Phil called this and said put it everywhere? Do you think that's what's going on? If Come on. I, I, I'm genuinely curious. So the people that think that this is an Xbox exclusive, why isn't Xbox saying anything then? Why isn't Phil saying anything? One tweet would settle the whole matter. Hey, guys, seeing a lot of questions resolving, you know, revolving around Blade and Xbox exclusivity, you know, it's an Xbox exclusive. We're just not including. I don't. I don't even know how you would answer the question without being like, "Well, then why wasn't it in the trailer?" That still would be a bit weird. But at least we'd have an answer. Phil doesn't have the last say. Marvel gets the last say. Well, I think we need to remember that a contract was entered into, so nobody gets the quote-unquote last say. the The contract gets the last say. The contract gets the last say, right? Could it be the FTC? I didn't include that one in the possible theories. There were people throwing that theory out. I find that to be so just not compelling at all. Not because of the FTC appeal, no. Because these types of marketing plans and these types of trailers, all this stuff is planned and cooked for a long, long time. I don't think somebody was like, hey, we can't call that an exclusive. Uh, the FTC is appealing. I, I don't think so. In the midst of the FTC trial, Starfield, Zenimax property, launched exclusive. So did Redfall. I, we did, uh, So did Hi-Fi Rush. That didn't hurt their case, did it? 
The FTC is going to lose, by the way. They're going to lose their appeal. There's no way. There's no way. And the, and, and the FTC lost in a year where a bunch of ZeniMax property launched exclusive. So suddenly announcing Blade is exclusive isn't going to make like the presiding judge be like, well, hang on a minute now. <laughs> like we, we were going <laughs> to, we were going to let you guys go Xbox, but that blade trailer really changed things. I just don't think so. The, the, the FTC was so fixated on call of duty anyway. And the judge was even fixated on the impact that it would have on more players and multiplayer games and things like that, that I don't think blade would even factor into the discussion. The FTC would know about this deal. That's just ignorance to think that they don't. That's excellent pushback, Eugene. Do you guys honestly think that in the discovery process of the FTC that they wouldn't know this was an exclusive game because of the trailer? Well, well, the trailer didn't say exclusive. The FTC would have the documents. They'd have the signed contracts because they they did, they did went through a discovery process and they got access to all that stuff. So if Blade is an Xbox exclusive, then the FTC already knows that like not putting it in the trailer wouldn't affect the FTC trial. That's why I didn't include it in the monologue. I don't think I didn't even want to have that be a part of my video. It's like the FTC's not factoring in here one iota. They didn't do a great job of their case. They lost their case. They're going to lose their appeal. The deal is done, okay? Xbox got Activision Blizzard. Just accept it. Anybody holding on to the FTC's trial, it's just wishful thinking at this point. Yeah, like what Zubair is saying. If Call of Duty didn't torpedo the acquisition, then Blade's irrelevant. I think that that's fair. Like, Blade doesn't even factor in. If Call of Duty wasn't a big enough game to factor in to the FTC winning their case, then I don't think Blade even moves the needles. Like, who who cares? I'm not saying who cares about Blade. I'm excited about Blade. I'm saying the FTC would say that. They'd be like, who cares about Blade? Call of Duty's far bigger. Why wouldn't it be an exclusive? A variety of potential reasons it wouldn't be an exclusive, Mo. There's the possibility that Arcane Leon entered into a contract with Marvel before the acquisition. Because Arcane said, from what we've heard, they immediately stopped working on Deathloop. When Deathloop was done, they immediately started working on Blade. Now, that was roughly two years ago from, from LinkedIn. We've, we've, we've acquired information that, according to LinkedIn, this game began pre-production in January of 2021. That means it's very likely that in 2020, Marvel entered into the contract with Arcane. Now, when the official ZeniMax thing ended, uh, Xbox acquires uh, ZeniMax. What was the exact date? It was early 2021. Microsoft was setting up to acquire them late 2020. Microsoft completed the acquisition in March of 2021. I mean, there's your answer. Like that. Well, no, I'm sorry. Hang on. Arcane Leon apparently started working on this in January of 2022. So there is the possibility that at some point in time before Zenimax was acquired, Arcane entered into the agreement with Marvel and said, okay, that's the next game we're going to make. That's the next game we're going to make. And if they entered into that agreement before March of 2021, then that's why it's going to be a multi-plat game. I think that's a very distinct possibility. 
like that kind of negotiation and that kind of contract it's not like hey um we're uh we're we're done with Deathloop. What should we do next? Let's go talk to Marvel. No, I think they already had this slated and ready to go. So once Deathloop ships, they're like, "All right, time to start. Uh, let's do some pre-production here. Let's uh let's get ready to go on Blade." Why? They're already in a contract. So that that's a distinct possibility. Do you want to know what the other possibility is? That Marvel and Xbox came to an agreement about money and it was clear to them that this game would make more money as a multiplat that's another possibility Marvel said listen (laughs) we've seen the numbers that our boy pulls on PlayStation and we know Spider-Man's more popular okay we know Spider-Man's more popular but we've seen what our boy can do over there and uh we think Blade should be over there too doesn't matter, Indiana Jones is already in contract. It does matter, Mo, because they had to renegotiate. The Disney head of gaming spoke to that. He already spoke to that. Indiana Jones didn't get flipped into an exclusive because Marvel purchased the company that was making the game. Microsoft approached Disney and renegotiated. So if they had to renegotiate Indiana Jones, that means if the Blade contract predates the acquisition, they would have to renegotiate that as well. They'd have to renegotiate. And Marvel might have said, no, we don't want to. You know, we don't want to renegotiate on that one. We think Blade should be everywhere. We think Blade's going to make more money if it's everywhere. We actually think this is a better deal. I mean, if you keep coming to the table and you keep trying to renegotiate on these contracts, then, I mean, you're not going to get told yes every time. I, You know what I'm saying? Like, Blade in the gaming world, we have to understand that Blade's a bigger potential piece of property than Indiana Jones. So Marvel could have been looking at it and being a lot more protective and be like, listen, we've got some experience with our property being in video games. This is about exclusive games for where Game Pass exists. I, you're just talking in Game Pass lingo. That doesn't make any sense to me. Blade is exclusive? Then why won't they say it's an exclusive? You've got to come up with reasons as to why they won't say it's an exclusive. Either they're not allowed to because Marvel's in charge of the marketing, which if Marvel's in charge of the marketing, why would they want to muzzle Xbox from saying that it's an exclusive? That doesn't make any sense. I can't make any sense of why Marvel would say, we don't want you to say it's an exclusive. I can't make any sense of why Xbox wouldn't want to say it's an exclusive. Exclusives are leveraged. Right before the holidays, you're not going to say it. You're not going to say, this is an exclusive. It, It builds confidence in your brand. People are considering what consoles to buy right now. The very first Wolverine trailer. The very first cinematic trailer for Redfall. All these trailers include where they're going. Bethesda Softworks is not part of Xbox and Game Pass? What What do you mean by that, Paul? What are you saying? Why do they have to say if it's an exclusive, it's a, if it's a Microsoft studio? Because the CFO just told a Wells Fargo Summit that first-party games are going to start showing up on PlayStation and Nintendo. So, if a first-party game comes out, you cannot assume it's an exclusive anymore, Mo. 
William Lewis says, you missed my you missed my gifted Lono. I was giving someone a layup. Oh, that might have been when chat was acting up. Yep, that's my fault. Chat was acting up. Thank you so much for the layup right there. Setting us up for 5 out of 25. Michael Lewis is trying to tempt one of the big boys to drop a 20 bomb. Did you hear that, guys? This man's throwing down the gauntlet out here. It's a separate business? Okay, I'm confused about something, Paul. When the FTC unveiled that Phil Spencer told Bethesda not just new IP, but all IP will be exclusive going forward, and the CFO said, wow, you're saying that that doesn't apply to Bethesda Softworks. Why? I don't understand. He goes in and says that in such a sweeping way that it was seemingly a shock to Pete Hines and it was a shock to the CFO of Xbox and you're like yeah Bethesda Softworks not a part of Xbox what are you talking about that doesn't make any sense to me make that make sense to me how Bethesda Softworks what are they operating on their own Zenimax Media operates as a separate business under Microsoft Gaming so uh, alright alright I'm I'm trying to understand <laughs> I'm trying to understand. So you're telling me, I don't think this is true. I'm very skeptical. You're telling me that Zenimax Media can do whatever they want and Phil can't step in and say anything. Is that what you're telling me? That Phil can't say, hey, wait, wait, what are y'all doing over there? Zenimax is Bethesda parent company. It's Yeah, it's all owned by Microsoft and Xbox now. Like operationally, Maybe they're allowed to do things kind of on their own, but Xbox, it, it, Phil, Phil would have the final say. They're not, they're not some separate entity. What does "separate under" mean? Those are mutually exclusive. Yeah, that, that, that that's a weird way to phrase it. How can you be separate and under at the same time? I don't think what you're saying makes any sense, Paul. Is Hellblade Two and Avowed going to PlayStation? Why would Hellblade and Avowed come to PlayStation? <clears throat> have they indicated have they indicated an openness to doing that? Have they? They put they put Hellblade out trailer recently. Does that look like it's coming to any other platform other than PC and uh, Xbox to you? Is there any doubt in your mind where this game's landing at the end of this trailer that they just debuted during the Game Awards? Is there, is this is there any question marks about this game? Maybe we should go back to the very, very first Hellblade announcement trailer. I, I believe, I believe they have confirmed this thing as an Xbox game since the very beginning. Right here in the description of the Hellblade 2 Game Awards 2019 announcement trailer. Built for the new Xbox Series X. It's it's literally in the description. Like, and the trailer... The trailer leaves no doubt. Because as the trailer ends, what do they do? As the trailer ends, they draw attention to the box it's being built for. It's just, this is just like the Spider-Man trailers. It says in the description of the Spider-Man trailers, built for the PS5. 
What about the first Indiana Jones trailer? I've already answered you about the first Indiana Jones trailer, Mo. If you're going to keep retreading things I've already answered, we're not going to get anywhere. That's not that's not an enjoyable conversation. I already answered you on that, dude. I said the Indiana Jones trailer likely had nothing in it rep- with with respect to platform because they renegotiated the contract. So that trailer could have been cooked up well ahead of time and then they renegotiated and they just used it anyway. There's no pattern in the market. You got to go to one game, a specific game, Indiana Jones, to be like, well, here's a game that doesn't mention it. And it's like, yes, but we know according to all the research that that contract was renegotiated, which would make sense why there's a trailer out there that doesn't mention platform. I already answered that one. Stone Spire comes in with another gifted member. Thank you so much and takes us to six. Thank you very much, Stone Spire. Every 25, I give five. Like, Indiana Jones was not going to be an exclusive. Microsoft goes and renegotiates the contract. That's why Indiana Jones has a trailer out there like that. What's the difference between this one? There are times where I feel like you're asking questions not to have a discussion, but you're trying to wear me out. You, you don't see the difference. that ZeniMax has been owned by Xbox for two years and you don't see the difference. You don't see the difference in a Blade trailer coming out and they don't even mention the word Xbox. Xbox, when they tweet about it, doesn't even mention their involvement. It's just like, we're excited to see this happen. Like, what? Eugene says... I think it's the refusal... Hang on, I can't see it. I think it's the refusal to acknowledge this is odd that bothers me most, says Eugene. The Indiana Jones trailer was January of 2021. ZeniMax closed in March of 2021. Indiana Jones is irrelevant to the, to the discussion. So, it's it's intellectually... I'm avoid, I'm a, I don't want to be insulting, okay? It is not at all chronologically compelling to mention... Indiana Jones, because Indiana Jones puts out the trailer in January. ZeniMax isn't owned yet, so of course it doesn't mention Xbox or Xbox exclusivity, because the contract hasn't even been renegotiated yet. ZeniMax isn't even owned by Xbox yet. So you referencing Indiana Jones, anybody that's out there doing that, they're proven, they're proven they haven't researched this adequately. I didn't even include... Indiana Jones, other than the CFO saying, well, that was, we, we renegotiated that at that time. Just to give context for the fact that, like, there were contracts that predated ZeniMax, and that would mean this would be, this would, this would have to be a renegotiation. Lono, just above, I was asking you if there's much precedence for presumed exclusive games just being silent about platform. Like, do we have any examples of this kind of thing happening before? No, we have not seen this ever before. I I can't find an exclusive that doesn't say it's an exclusive. We couldn't find one. Yeah, it's chronological malfeasance. Check Avowed's original trailer. Okay, but what's the timeline there? Avowed's original announcement trailer. 
came out three years ago. Is this the one you're talking about? The one that came out in... It came out in July of 2020. Is that the one you're talking about? It's on the Xbox uh, platform... You mean the trailer that ends like this? You mean that trailer? That three-year-old trailer that ends with Xbox and Microsoft in the trailer? Not like a swooshing outro intro. And then it says at the bottom, play day one on Xbox Game Pass. It's literally in the description of the trailer from three years ago. They're telling you, play day one on Game Pass. Right here. Play day one on Game Pass. This is a three-year-old official announced trailer. Do you see what I'm saying? You, You won't find an example. You can't find an example of a game that Microsoft owns that they're bringing to Game Pass Day 1 that's an Xbox exclusive that says nothing about that in the announcement trailer. It's so bizarre. You have to admit that it's bizarre. I'm not trying to argue that this is multiplat. I'm arguing that this is different. This is being handled in a different way. That doesn't mean it's multiplat. That could mean that Marvel has control of marketing and they don't want to talk about platform right now. I have no idea why Marvel would want to do that, but that's a possibility. From from the very beginning, when Xbox has an exclusive, they let you know their branding is on the trailer, that they'll mention Game Pass Play Day 1 in the description. That will be there in some capacity every single time. It's not even like... I actually think... It would be more compelling if this trailer said, play it day one on Game Pass, and people were like, it doesn't say exclusive, it doesn't say exclusive, I would be more on your side. I'd be like, oh, come on, it's a, it's a classic announcement trailer from, from Xbox. They got their logo, they're making sure to pump, you know, pump up Game Pass, you know, like, I, you don't need to hit me over the head with the word exclusivity. There's nothing here about Xbox. Marvel wants sales for their games. That, I think, is a, is a more compelling argument. I think there are two arguments that are more compelling than Marvel can't won't let Xbox say it right now. Or, or um, there, there, there's two possible explanations for this being a, a multi... Uh, I'm sorry. There's two possible explanations for this being an exclusive. Number one, Marvel's in control of the marketing and they don't want it talked about right now. Number two, Xbox is in control but doesn't want to mention exclusivity right now, okay? I think those two possibilities are weird. I'm not saying they're impossible. I'm just saying they're weird. They're odd. They don't make marketing sense. Now, over here on the other side is the possibilities that this is a multi-plat game. And there are two possible explanations for how a ZeniMax-owned studio is making a multi-plat game because ZeniMax is owned by Xbox. There are two possible explanations. Number one, they were already in contract with Arcane Leon before the acquisition of ZeniMax. The acquisition of ZeniMax happened during the development and the shipment of Deathloop, and Deathloop was a timed exclusive. Now, according to somebody working at Arcane Leon, they immediately went from working on Deathloop to starting working on Blade. 
that means at some point during the production and distribution of Deathloop, they entered into a contract with Marvel to make Blade. It was their next game. So that means that the contract could just literally predate the the ZeniMax acquisition and Marvel wouldn't renegotiate with Xbox. They were like, no, we don't want to renegotiate. We think this is a good contract. We think this is a good deal. That's one possibility. Another possibility is that Marvel came to the table and said, listen, we know how well our property sells on PlayStation. We're happy to let you guys get first dibs on marketing rights, put it on Game Pass. You know, we're we're happy to do all that, but we want this to be a multi-plat game. And Phil was potentially open to that because in the wake of the deal they made with ABK they're 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 saying they're pretty open to putting their first party property on other on other platforms they're open to it those are the two possibilities i think those are more compelling i think that that's more believable if 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 you were a betting man take platform allegiance out of it if you were a betting man you were putting money on this and you're like which is the explanation is Marvel in charge and doesn't want exclusivity mentioned? Is is Xbox afraid to say it's an exclusive or they just don't want to focus on it right now? Like, why are they being coy and shy? Are you going to say that that's going on? Or are you going to say, well, the contract probably predates the acquisition? Gothmog says, Disney already released a statement to the press that Bethesda's in charge of deciding which platform it goes on. That is false. And the gaming press is failing you by reporting that to you. That is not what was stated. What was stated was, Stephen Totillo from Axios inquired about Blade exclusivity and he was told that's a question for Bethesda. Disney is not saying that that's Bethesda's call. They're saying direct that question to the developer. We are not the developer. If you think in the grand scheme of things that Bethesda is in charge of whether or not a game they make is exclusive, you haven't been paying attention because it's clear they are not in charge of if something is exclusive or not. Xbox is in charge. The only way Disney's answer makes sense is if they're basically saying, that's a question for Bethesda. They didn't say, that's a decision that Bethesda is going to make. They're saying, you got to direct that question to Bethesda. If anybody thinks that that's what Steven Tatilla was saying, or that's what Disney is saying, somebody in that exchange is completely misinformed. Because Bethesda is not in charge of that. They answer to Xbox with respect to exclusivity as long as the contract doesn't predate the acquisition. I'll put money on it. Want to place an actual bet? I'm saying Phil Spencer will say it's an exclusive after the FTC appeals. I'll let you pick the amount you can afford. The amount I can afford. That's adorable. Um... You understand that the FTC already knows whether or not Blades is an exclusive, right? They went through a discovery process and they have all the contracts. The FTC's not in the dark about that. It's not like if the trailer said Xbox exclusive, the FTC would be like, ha smoking gun. They already know whether or not it's an exclusive. 
They already know. The FTC is not in the dark. Twitch with a $10 Super Chat tip. Third possibility, Microsoft is still trying to make a play for Game Pass on other consoles, and it would be available if Game Pass were to come to PlayStation. Uh, no. no. Wait, are you, hang on. I want to understand your position before I disagree with it. Are you implying that Microsoft is trying to use Blade to get Game Pass on PlayStation? I just... I don't know why people think that. But <laughs> Xbox will make way more money by never putting Game Pass on PlayStation because they can sell all those games over there. What's good, Javier Cotto? Did I... P-Dub H-Town, I think I missed something that you did. I did. P-Dub H-Town... You re-upped for five months as a Reforged writer. You said, this topic is crazy. The game is obviously multi because Microsoft needs attention to the Game Pass branding. It would have been all over the video if it, if it, is, if it is exclusive. And a two-spot from Antonio. I'm sorry, Antonio. I missed your two, two-spot super chat. It's handled like Iron Man, Black Panther, and Cap. I don't know what you mean. Dodgeman Gaming with a $5 super chat tip. I'll say Marvel wants their game to sell, not just on Game Pass. That's what I think. PlayStation, Xbox, PC, Nintendo. I don't know about Nintendo. We got to wait and see what this new Switch can do. All that ammo they've got and they would choose Blade. I just keep coming back to Xbox has no interest in putting Game Pass on PlayStation. They make more money by not doing that. <laughs> don't you want to sell games to PlayStation? They've look they've got way more consoles in circulation than you. Their games and their sales chart. What what do you why would you want to put Game Pass over there? <laughs> you want to sell games to those people. <laughs> I don't get why people think that's a possibility. I don't doubt Microsoft would even try but Game Pass on PlayStation, Sony would never allow it and Microsoft has no logical reason to ask instead of trying to grow themselves. Nicholas Hill with a $10 super chat says, what if Marvel is waiting to see if Xbox can sell 10 or another 15 million more consoles before making the game exclusive to Xbox? If expectations doesn't meet, then it goes multi-platform. Okay. I want, I'm just going to paint a picture to what you're, you're, um, you're hypothesizing something that you don't think it's absurd. You think, well, what if they're just waiting? I want you to think about how absurd that is. Okay. I don't think that you're absurd, but I think your suggestion from a business standpoint would be absolutely absurd. So they're going to develop the game for both platforms this entire time. And then if Xbox doesn't sell enough, they're like, okay, good. We're multi-platform or they're going to develop it for multi-platform this entire time. And then if Xbox doesn't sell, you know, if Xbox does sell enough, then they're like, no, not multi-platform. You're basically saying that the developer is going to waste a bunch of development time potentially. Do you understand? There's no way they do that to their development cycle. There's just no way. You wouldn't develop a game multi-plat and be like, but we might not launch multi-plat if Xbox does a good job with its sales. Like, that's so much bandwidth and development time just utterly wasted. That's that's a massive gamble. They're not going to gamble with production time like that. That's why I'm saying, like, what you're saying sounds kind of like, oh, yeah, they might want to make and see, like, maybe they can get enough Xboxes in circulation. There's no way a developer would would, would agree to that. Um, hang on a minute. 
Yo, Dumpy Koala with the five bomb of members and gets us to 11 members on the day. We're trying to get to 2,500 members. We're going to need a big day today and tomorrow if that's going to happen. And you guys can turn Friday night with Hilly into community game night. That's tomorrow night. Sprinting Snail and Derek. Derek got a gifted member. You love to see it. Welcome back in. Check out the Iron Man, Black Panther, and Captain America reveals. No platform mentioned. It's just Disney's template for some time now. Okay. That's 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 a fair take, Antonio. But there's a significant problem with that take. This was not some mini little teaser that they put out just to let you know, like, hey man, this game's coming. This was a main stage interview at the Game Awards with an Xbox-owned developer. I think this is entirely different than that. I think this is entirely different than that. I think what you're saying is a fair observation. I just don't think it's very compelling. Because it's like, well, <laughs> it's a main stage interview with an Xbox-owned developer. And now the trailer's on Xbox's channel, and Xbox has tweeted. And why would Xbox not be saying anything about it being exclusive? You don't, they'd be screaming this from the rooftops. I would ima- I would think. It's marketing power. Bill Spencer said that exclusives are marketing beats. They're really missing the opportunity for the marketing beat. Do you want to know why? The trailer for Marvel's Blade on the Marvel Entertainment uh, YouTube channel has 4 million views. 4 million people. Just look at this trailer, alright? And just track with me here. 4 million people have seen this trailer on the Marvel Entertainment YouTube channel and there's zero mention of Xbox. It doesn't mention the Xbox brand in the description, the Xbox logo, nothing. All people know right now is there's a Blade game coming. John Q. Public doesn't know that Arcane Leon is is owned by Xbox. John Q. Public doesn't know that. The 4 million people that saw this trailer, I'd bet maybe 100,000 of them know that the the guys making this game are owned by Xbox. You talk about marketing beats. You talk about exclusives being marketing beats. You just had 4 million views on a trailer and nobody knows it's an exclusive. That doesn't make any sense to me. That makes no marketing sense. You would champion that from the rooftop. That same trailer has 155,000 views on Xbox's channel. Right at, right up the top. See where my mouse is? Right up top you can see 155,000. So 4 million on Marvels. 155. That's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't make any sense. I am I guarantee you I guarantee you, anybody who is approaching this from my position and is just trying to say, this doesn't make any sense, this doesn't seem to make any sense, this is probably going to be multi-plat, they're going to get accused of being like a Sony pony who's begging for the game. I don't need to beg for the game. I have an Xbox Series X and I have Game Pass. I can play this game no matter what. I can play it no matter what. I bought Starfield three different times. You think I care where the game lands? That's just a weird tribalistic projection narrative that people do because they think everybody's like them. 
Like, I genuinely find this interesting because I have been commentating all this year on, listen, Xbox is changing, Xbox is evolving. I, I, I'm telling you, dude, I covered the CFO's comments. I said, ah, they're, they're starting to sound an awful lot like a publisher to me. And then something like this happens. I find that very interesting because I'm like, hmm, seems like they're continuing to, uh, to change. It seems like the strategy might be changing. Or, simplest explanation could be that this game was already in contract before Zenimax was acquired and we're all wasting our time. (laughs) But what you're doing is toxic? What I'm doing is toxic? I need you to explain to me how hanging out with 700 people and discussing a game is toxic. You gotta walk that one through for me because I don't understand that at all. There are toxic channels out there. There are channels that are nothing but hate and vulgarity and nastiness. This has been a fairly cordial conversation about an announcement of a game and what might it be or what it might not be based on everything we've seen in the industry. If this is too toxic for you, I think the internet is not a safe space for you, brother. I don't think this is a good place for you. You need to you need to go I don't know, you can go fly fishing or something. Yo, local, thank you for jumping back in as a member. It's a VIP. Starfield had exclusive plastered everywhere, and what happened is going to be timed. It'll come to PlayStation, so it does it really matter? No. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, Mo. What are you saying? Seven hundred toxic individuals. <laughs> well, we can be seven hundred toxic individuals and have one less. You know, I think that that will. I think that'll be a better way for us to spend our time. I think we'll be okay. <laughs> Mo, I need you to explain to me, Mo. What did you just say about Starfield? Are you being sarcastic? Yo, Doc Dark's in the chat. Lono, this is genius marketing by Xbox. If they would have come out and said it was exclusive from the beginning, nobody would be talking about it or worse. That would have deemed it trash. Xbox tags. Doc, this room that you've put yourself in where you rock back and forth and say Xbox tags over and over again, I can't come into that room with you, brother. That's crazy town. I can't do it. You're like, this is what you, this is what you look like, dude. <laughs> You're like, Xbox tags. X- Xbox tags. It's real. It's real. You gotta stop, dude. You're gonna pop. You're absolutely gonna pop and lose it. You gotta come back. (laughs) Listen to me, Doc. How is it marketing genius to have 4 million people watch a trailer on Marvel's channel and no mention of Xbox? How is this marketing genius? How? This trailer has 4 million views on Marvel Entertainment. No Xbox logo present. Not in the description. Nowhere to be seen. Xbox isn't even mentioned at all. And then Xbox puts the trailer on their channel right up here where I'm circling. 155,000 views. I don't get how that's marketing genius. At all. Doc says, chill. Why did I just picture that room? You being toxic. I'm not being toxic. (laughs) I'm not being toxic. I'm saying it out of love, Doc. You gotta come back. 
You gotta come back, dude. You're in a you're in a crazy room. A five spot with combat monkey says, I completely disagree with your reasoning, but I will credit you for being cordial. I cannot deny that. I appreciate that. We have tried to We've tried to tone things down a little bit here. It's fun to debate and it's fun to shout and scream, but I think there's a way to do that that doesn't turn into like, you know, unpleasant unpleasantries. Um hang on, hang on. What did Mo say? I'm saying that even if it has exclusive, it will still be thought of as coming to PlayStation. I don't think Starfield's coming to PlayStation. I put out that video a long time ago. It was like a fun thought experiment. Like, what if they eventually bring it? What if they have a version still built for PlayStation, right? Like, and I went and looked at all the language used about, they spoke about Starfield in a very different way. That is not at all a, a, a talking point or a thought anymore. It's very clear that's not going to happen. Murph Dog with 27 months in a VIP. Lono, wouldn't the lack of a platform being mentioned at the end of a trailer be indicative of Microsoft being a publisher? <laughs> stop, stop it, Murph. Stop it, Murph. I didn't say you. Okay, well then talk to me then. I don't want to hear about this this proverbial they out there. Well, they they be, they've been saying that, that that Starfield's coming to play. Let them say that. That's not what I'm saying. I agree with Paul. I still agree that they used verbiage that leaves it open to one day do that. I think they left the door open. I don't know if they ever walk through it. I still believe they left that door open. The verbiage is bizarre. It's like, but Paul's usually pretty much against me on topics about this. And even he agreed with me that that verbiage left the door open. And I don't think they walk through it anymore. Eugene says, in a time where Xbox sales are plummeting, they don't take an easy win by plastering exclusive all over it. Why would I stop? I'm actually asking. I know, but you start saying Xbox is going to become a publisher and it just starts a whole nother debate. We, I've, we've had that debate. <laughs> we've had that debate, Murph. <laughs> Xbox is a publisher. I, I know that they're talking about them becoming more of a publisher. They're not going to do that. Okay. They're going to have another Xbox. Okay. I, I don't want to have that debate again. We, we, we already had that debate. I don't disagree with you, Murph that this trailer very much feels like the Xbox operating as a publisher. However, however, the publisher would be in the trailer. How close are we to to 2,500 members? I believe we are... Every 100, you get 20 for me. So 200 plus 40. Yeah, you're about... um, Yeah, you're about 200 away. Right? No, I'm sorry. You're about 250 away. Yeah, you're about 250 members away. Thank you for renewing Twitch uh, 13 MP with three months. And Rich Rod with a $2 super chat says, what if PlayStation has a showcase, State of, Blade, State of Play and Blade is there? Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Let's, let's be honest about something. Okay. Let's be honest about something. There are people putting a lot on the line over this game. They are, uh, 
they're being pretty bold in their predictions. Let's just say that. Let's be charitable. Let's be nice. I'll say they're being very bold <laughs> in the way that they're talking about Blade. And if Blade doesn't, if Blade comes to PlayStation, that's gonna be interesting to watch. I'm asking the question. I'm playing the game no matter what. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm saying which 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 side is more compelling of like if I have to theorize, I'm I'm thinking this theory is more compelling. A five bomb from Twitch. He says, Come on, boys, we're 250 away. Let's do this. Tries to start a little member train. Who wants to join him? And Patrick says, I'll join, and he throws a single gifted into the fire. That's how it always starts. A couple people start throwing in, and then everybody else throws in. If a bunch of you do those five bombs, dude, we'll be there in a blink. Bethesda doesn't publish under Xbox? What? What? They don't publish under Xbox? <clears throat> I think I now understand what Paul was trying to say earlier. So if you go to Starfield's Steam page, it says developer Bethesda Game Studios, publisher Bethesda Softworks. So are what you trying to say to me, Paul, is that... Bethesda Softworks has retained some type of decision-making power in uh, in these scenarios. Yo, Brett Williams says, let's get the train going. Brett Williams gifts a member. True SSJ Havoc gifts a member. There it goes. You guys are going. DK Baker gifts a member and puts us at 20 out of 25, tempting a five bomb to slam it home. There it is. Thank you guys so much. Keep it going. It's under Bethesda Softworks. Okay, Paul. Okay. It's under Bethesda Softworks. Who owns Bethesda Softworks? My understanding is that Xbox owns Bethesda Softworks, which means they would have final say. Stonespire gifts a member and keeps the member train going. Thank you so much, Stonespire. All you guys do is have to click that dollar sign at the bottom of the chat and pick a five bomb or a single gifted. They're a subsidiary of X- of Microsoft. Yeah, I don't understand this. Like, I understand what you're saying. You're saying, like, at a business operations level, that, like, Bethesda Softworks is still functioning as a publisher of Bethesda games, but they're owned by Xbox. Can you wish list? Marathon yet? Is it wish listable? No. I wonder. Yeah, this is saying that Marathon's being published by Bungie and Bandai. I just, I don't know. I wonder if some of this is just technicalities that mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's intentional obfuscation. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like it's getting to the point. Did you see Patrick Hughes gifted? I did. I added his with yours, true SSJ. I said Patrick 
And then I... Oh, wait. Pat, Twitch and his, Patrick, then Brett, then True, then DK. Yeah, I included Patrick's. I included Patrick's. B Carter is legit with six months of memberships. Thank you for the two spot, by the way. True SSJ Havoc. My thoughts and conclusions. I discovered you this year. I think after June, I've enjoyed your content. I praise your quality and consistency. Thank you. That's very kind, B Carter. Thank you. Bandai? Google could be wrong. I was just seeing who was being credited as publishing Marathon. Alapark says, what we know about Redfall and Starfield and Bethesda Softworks development is that Phil came in and said, this is ours now. He's arguing that Bethesda Softworks operates like Bungie and have independence, but Phil has the final say. Alapark is exactly right. They've moved away from being under Xbox. You're under Microsoft Gaming. Paul, are you making a point that's going to impact the discussion or is it just like a whimsical observation that, well, Bethesda Softworks is the publisher? What does that mean to the discussion? I want you to draw a straight line between delineating that Bethesda Softworks is the publisher, draw a straight line between that and a conclusion because you're not doing that. You're just saying it. What's the conclusion? I don't, I'm not tracking with you. I'm not following what you're saying. I'm like, I feel like I'm having a conversation and you're just over from the sidelines saying, you know, Coca-Cola is good. It's like, oh, I don't, what's that mean? I, I need a, conclus- a conclusion here from you. Angry Pete with a gifted member. Thank you so much. Taking us to 22 members on the day. Cinemax, Bethesda, Activision Blizzard, and Xbox Game Studios all report to Phil Spencer. That's what I've been trying to drive home, uh, Combat. It's like, I don't understand why, what, 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 yeah, Booty's even in charge at some degree. He's overseeing stuff as well. He's saying, listen, you guys answer to me now. Well, you know, he's been given that position. A gifted member from Skatenator, keeping the member train going. Don't let it die, boys. The single gifteds add up. There is 600 people here. If just 100 of you gifted a one member, we would be 123 plus my 20 would be 120. That would get us within 100. That's that. That's be really fast. Come on. I want to see those single gifted trains, dude. Show up the big boys. Peaches runs Bethesda? Huh? What'd you say Peaches for? Who's Peaches? You talking about Peaches from Mario? Like, Peaches, Peaches, Peaches? The 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 Jack Black song? What'd you say Peaches for? <laughs> Wait, is that like your... You ain't, calling, you ain't calling Sarah Bond Peaches, are you? I'll have to put you on a, t- a 24-hour timeout if you're in here calling her Peaches. I can't abide pet names, dude. No. You call her by her name. You call her by her Christian name. <laughs> you don't call her Peaches. <laughs> Come on, dude. Who are you calling Peaches? Twitch gifts a member. Talica gifts a member. Just like that. Come on. Get on the single gifted train. We don't need those big boys coming in here and dropping 50 bombs and 20 bombs. We can do it with singles. And another one from Brett, the agent of chaos. He pushes us past 25 to 26. I now owe you guys five, but that doesn't mean we got to stop there. We can push to 50. Sarah's the queen. I'm not going to deny her regality. I'm saying who you calling peaches? Like, are you, who, who is peaches? 
right? I feel like I'm trying to solve a mystery. Talica gifts a member. Skatinator gifts a member. RPG gifts a member. Marshmallow gifts a member. True SSJ Havoc gifts a member. And Javier Cotto gifts a member. That's three, four, five, six, and a seventh from Stone Spire coming in. And that takes us all the way to 33. Look how fast that can happen. You guys can do this. I'm telling you, man. We need to become the kings of the single gifted trades. And Willie Kale gifts one and takes us to 34. That's the way to do it, dude. Oh, he's calling Matt Booty Peaches. Listen, man. Listen. I'm not trying... I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. But I don't think you need to be in here calling another grown man Peaches. Okay? Now, maybe... You know, if you got a boyfriend and he likes being called Peaches, that's fine. But you're calling another grown man that you don't know personally, you're calling him Peaches. And I got a problem with that. (laughs) Peaches come in a can. (laughs) They were put there by a man. Oh my gosh, dude. Pot USA. That takes me back. Oh, that takes me back. That's good stuff. Wait, wait, wait. What did Paul say? Each publishes games under their own respective labels. Rich Rod with a two-spot. Phil loves to promote Peach's booty. <laughs> anyway, anyway, wait. Listen, listen, listen. Paul! Paul! What's the conclusion? You're, you're giving me business operations. You're, you're telling me that each publish games under their own respective labels. Okay. Okay, I've got that. I've got that information now. What does it mean for Blade? What does it mean for the current discussion, Paul? Paul! Can you hear me? What does it mean for the current discussion? Why? Why does it matter? A Zenimax game does not have to say anything about Xbox. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm considering. I just have a bunch of whys. My my brain just went why 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 would Zenimax not want to specify platform? Why would Zenimax not want to specify Xbox exclusivity? Why would Zenimax not want to promote Game Pass? What what's to be gained there? I don't get that. Why would Zenimax choose to have the trailer fall under Marvel first? Why would Zenimax not even do they? What's what's the final frame? Does it it has Arcane, doesn't it? I mean, they didn't do this with Redfall. This is why I think this is why I think you're wrong. Right here. What's this? This is the very first cinematic trailer for Redfall. Very similar, honestly. The cinematic vibe. 
Okay? Very, very cinematic. Very, very cinematic vibe, like Redfall's first trailer. And look down here. Why would Arcane do... I don't understand. Why would Arcane suddenly be like, well, it's our call, so we're not going to mention platform. Like, what? Skatenator with another one, a five bomb. This guy's so positive. I love having him around, taking us a 39. Appreciate you, Skatenator. He says, guys, don't let the gifted member train die. And he starts it up again. Somebody join this man. Don't leave him hanging up there at the top of the chat. Rich Raw with a two spot. Yes, Zenimax, but Phil and Microsoft would still say exclusive. Lono out here quoting our nephew without attribution. Why, 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 why? I don't remember that. And let me ask you something. Let me ask you something, Paul. You don't think Zenimax answers? You don't think Bethesda Softworks? You don't think they answer to Xbox in any way? They can just throw a trailer out there and be like, <laughs> parent company, schmarent company, we ain't mentioning Xbox. That doesn't make any sense. Another gifted from Stone Spire. He's keeping it going and he takes us to 40, tempting a 10 bomb to slam it home to 50. Thank you very much. And another one from Lorenzo Carson. Thank you so much. Lorenzo, is that your first time gifting a member? I love seeing new names gift members. So many people throwing in. For five bucks, you can gift a member to somebody else for the entire month. Hit that dollar sign at the bottom of the chat and gift some members. And a 10 bomb from Rissick. This guy always brings the heat. I can't get out of the, the, the thing. Oh, there we go. Rissick with the 10 bomb takes us, and he's also Agent of Chaos as he pushes us past 50 to 51. Thank you so much. And Freddie Jackson comes in with 32 months of membership, says, I don't care what happens to Blade because I love you. I love you. <clears throat> Excuse me. That got weird. Um, thank you again, Rissick. And a gifted from D. K. Baker taking us to 52 on the day. You gifted before? Thank you, Lorenzo. I'm sorry for not remembering that. Maybe you changed... I think maybe you changed your avatar. I didn't recognize your avatar. If you change your picture, that kind of throws me off sometimes. I'm a real visual person. It makes no sense for Zenny to not credit Xbox. When a TV show is owned by one network, is filmed in a studio owned by another network, they have to show that. It happens all the time. That's what I'm that's what I'm saying, dude. Why would Zenimax have that freedom? I well, yo. It was not me who made this this new division to move away from the Xbox brand last year. What? Can you show show me what you're talking about, Paul? What do you mean? You're saying at some point last year they they moved they they moved away from including the Xbox brand? What do you mean? Where? Where where is this where is this happening? Was this is this documented? Is this stated? Is there a pattern? Where where are you getting this? Hemi with a gifted member pushes us a little bit further, takes us to 53. Thank you so much. One sec. Okay, okay. I am actually extremely interested in what Paul is saying. 
Because Paul is saying something that I'm not seeing like anywhere else. I'm not seeing anybody else say this. Like, well, it's up. Bethesda Softworks is in charge. Like, would that make more sense? Hey, somebody with the first letter of your name is an A. You ordered a dark roast and a hoodie. Thank you so much for ordering some coffee. Um, all these stinking people emailing me. We help turbocharge YouTube channels. No, I'm sure you do. Go to the history. What do you mean? Because what Paul is saying, would that make sense of what Disney said to Steven Totillo? Like, um, oh wait, hang on. Paul DM'd me. Microsoft Gaming is a multinational video game and digital entertainment division of Microsoft. Microsoft Gaming produces the Xbox brand of video game consoles and services in addition to overseeing the production, game development, publishing, research, and development, sales, hardware, software, and services of Xbox and the division. Okay, so you're telling me that that's a new development. He's talking about this again, which is irrelevant. Microsoft Gaming has Xbox Game Studios, ZeniMax, and Activision Blizzard underneath of it. I agree with I agree with Eugene. I don't think this division I don't think this has anything to do with what we're talking about. Let me show you the graph here. Like this this <laughs> if anything this strengthens the idea that why on earth Hang on, I got I'm refreshing my my history. Like look at this. Look at this. Here's Microsoft Gaming. Okay, here's the link that Paul just gave me to, you know, they're describing Microsoft Gaming. This is a subsidiary of of, of Microsoft and Phil Spencer's the CEO, okay? So here's your Microsoft Gaming, and here's the publishing structure. Xbox Game Studios, ZeniMax Media, Activision Blizzard, okay? So all of these companies are still acting as publishers, right? They're publishing underneath Microsoft Gaming. So what that means is, here's ZeniMax in the middle. If ZeniMax is out here publishing Blade... It's, they're underneath Microsoft Gaming, bro. They couldn't just be like, we don't want to include Xbox in anything. That doesn't, that doesn't, that, that doesn't make any sense. Xbox is in charge. Xbox is the daddy in the situation. They're above them. The arrow of ZeniMax going to where? What's the box down there? I'm assuming the box down there is just games, right? Publishing structure, and then these all come down here. I'm assuming this is just games. Look at the arrows. Oh, are you saying there's no arrow coming down from Microsoft Gaming that ZeniMax is pointing to Xbox Game Studios? Like, as in, ZeniMax is reporting to Booty, right? ZeniMax is reporting to Matt Booty. Jabair says, I swear that's not how any of this works. Look at the arrows, Lono. They're still Xbox. That's what I'm saying. Like, the idea that ZeniMax could just walk out, put out a trailer, and be like, yeah, we don't want to include Xbox in anything, and that's just our call to make. Huh? There's no way they can do that. That that doesn't doesn't even... the, The structure of the company doesn't allow for that. 
like Phil's gonna get on the phone and be like, "Hey guys, uh, yeah, that trailer. What's the deal? Why aren't we in there?" And Zenimax is like, "Buzz off, Dad! Like, come on, that's that's just not the way this works, bro." That, that Xbox is not being included for another reason. It's not because Zenimax or Bethesda Softworks is in charge of that. That Big Mo says, Big Mad Mo says, I was saying that the whole time. Zenimax is under peaches. Period. Zenimax is under booty. Bill has to bless the booty first. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> that's good. that's good that's that's good I like that <laughs> the, cor- the corporate structure the corporate structure doesn't change anything that we've said today it, do- it doesn't it doesn't change anything that we've said today let's see what people are saying on my on my blade short we got a comment here I hope not. I wish Xbox never bought Bethesda or Activision. My question is, why does Xbox even need exclusives the way they're going completely digital, no console? That's a great question. Let me ask you something. Oh, gosh, that's such a good question. Let, let, let's let, let's take this a different way. Let's, let's take this a different way. Xbox this year alone has shown us They're okay with constraining the production of consoles. They're not motivated to sell consoles, and their consoles are falling year over year everywhere in sales numbers. What do you think their strategy would be going forward then with a title like Blade? They're not trying to get you to buy a console. They're not. That's not their goal. They've got commercials out there that say no console required. Their focus with a title like Blade, I would think, would be sales. And potentially bolstering the value of Game Pass. Excuse me. Microsoft is promoting Matt Booty to president of game content and studios, including the new responsibility of Zenimax. Yeah. Right there. Right there. Zenimax is under the booty. Okay? Zenimax is under the booty. Booty would have had to have approved this at some level, unless, of course, again, the contract predates the acquisition and the deal is is a ping-pong between Arcane Leon and and Marvel. I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you, I'm more and more compelled to believe that that's the explanation for all of this. That Arcane Leon entered into an agreement and entered into a contract with with Marvel before Zenimax was acquired. That's what I believe. That makes sense of everything. It makes sense of the trailer. It makes sense of um. It it make it makes sense of all of it. It really, really, and truly does. They can't call it an exclusive. They can't start invoking Xbox because the marketing, the the, the contract, the licensure, all of that predates 
Microsoft ownership. I think that is quite literally the easiest, most plausible explanation. Occam's Razor. They were discussing this game while Deathloop was in production. So that the minute Deathloop was over, they immediately started the pre-production of Blade. They, they had Blade lined up to be their next game. And Deathloop released late 2021, did it not? Yeah, September of 2021. So it stands to reason, it stands to reason that the contract for Blade predate September 2021 now that's an awfully tight window in between March of 2021 when Microsoft finalized the deal and September do you honestly think in that little tight window that Arcane entered into an agreement with Marvel do you think Xbox or Microsoft entered into an agreement with Marvel in between March and September that's a really small window Somewhere between then, they would have had to enter the agreement for Blade in order for Deathloop to ship, and then Arcane starts talking about Blade, you know, the Blade game. It makes way more sense to think that prior to the deal closing, prior to Zenimax being acquired, that Blade contract was already locked in, so that once Deathloop shipped, Arcane moved to it. It makes sense of everything. It's like, that's why Xbox isn't using ownership language in their tweet. There's no ownership language in this tweet at all. We're thrilled to see Bethesda and Arcane Leon, the studio behind Dishonored and Deathloop, work with Marvel Games to bring you Marvel's Blade. Xbox isn't involved. They're not. I think they've been thrown a marketing bone. It's like, all right, listen... Obviously, you're the parent company, so maybe there was some renegotiation of how the marketing plays out. But it, it makes way more sense to think that, like, the, the alternative is this. That after March of 2021, Xbox entered into a contractual agreement with Marvel prior to Deathloop shipping. So that as soon as Deathloop ships, Arcane Leon starts talking and working on Blade. I just think that's too small of a window for that kind of a negotiation and contract to be like signed, sealed, delivered. Like, that's just too fast. That feels unbelievably fast. That's it's, that's six months. And you think in the wake of acquiring ZeniMax that that's something that, Mar- that, that Microsoft would like immediately do? I just don't think so. Indiana Jones was made Xbox exclusive, so why couldn't Blade be added to that exclusivity? And the Axios interview, Disney said exclusivity was up to Bethesda. No, they didn't. That's been falsely reported, Erotimus. Disney did not say exclusivity was up to Bethesda. They said that's a question for Bethesda. That's an answer. That's an answer, isn't it? I'm getting fired up. I'm not angry. I'm just getting fired up. That's an answer. The, the guy from Disney tells Axios, we negotiated on Indiana Jones because it made sense at that time. Exclusivity of Blade? You need to ask Bethesda about that. They didn't say that's up to Bethesda. They said that's a question for Bethesda. In the equation of decision-making, Bethesda's not in charge of that. That would be Xbox that's in charge of that. Now, Disney's answer makes way more sense... If the contract predated the ZeniMax acquisition, Disney's saying, platform exclusivity, you gotta ask Bethesda about that. They're the developer, they're building the game. They know where the game's going. 
They're not saying it's up to Bethesda. They're saying that's a question for Bethesda. And I believe that adds more credence to the theory that the, that, that the contract for Blade predates the Zenimax acquisition. That makes way more sense of the Disney of the Disney guy's answer. It makes way more sense. Is Blade on the PlayStation channel? That's that's immaterial and superfluous to the discussion, Mo. It's immaterial and superfluous to the discussion. If if they entered into a marketing contract with uh, if there's a marketing contract between uh, Arcane Leon and Marvel, it's there. There is a potential reality where that aspect got renegotiated. They renegotiated Indiana Jones. Perhaps when they tried to renegotiate Blade, they said, "No, we don't want that to be an Xbox exclusive because the Blade property is going to be so much bigger potentially as a video game than Indiana Jones, considering the success of games like Spider-Man." But they may have renegotiated the marketing and said, you need to keep the marketing and the trailers away from PlayStation for a period of time. That makes sense to me. That's logical. Like, it... It doesn't... If it is an exclusive, so much is nonsensical. We're going to grant that it's an exclusive. Mo thinks it's, it's, it's an exclusive. I can't make sense of anything that's happening. I can't. It doesn't make any marketing sense. It doesn't make any business logistical sense. It just doesn't. It doesn't add up. Why why would you blow your marketing? Four million views. If Xbox is at some level decision making here, if 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 they're head honcho, if they're big daddy in the room, then why would they allow this to happen? It doesn't make any sense. Their posture is that if they're they're not even involved. That's their posture. Their tweet postures that way. The trailer postures that way. The description of the trailer postures as if Xbox is not even involved. Because if they were, then Phil Spencer would have already answered this question. He was real quick to be like, we have no plans to bring Game Pass to PlayStation and Nintendo. And on this, not not a word is being said. And people are like, well, it's generating more buzz. But, But how is that good buzz? shaking market confidence in the fact that a big piece of property is not yours it's 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 actually going to be multiplat that's not good marketing creature says i hate agreeing with paul but it makes sense to rebrand from xbox to microsoft gaming and game pass given the direction they are taking the xbox name is pretty burnt yeah but didn't phil recently say that xbox and having a box and having a console is part of their identity how soon how recently did he say that excuse me What does Zubair say? Why won't they say the word exclusive? I want a reasonable answer to that. Yeah, that's my problem, is that if we assume all the different theories, and when I go over here and I assume, okay, it's an exclusive, why won't they say it? You just missed a huge opportunity to have 4 million people see a trailer that says exclusive. Phil Spencer sits down with Xbox on this year, does an interview, and he refers to exclusives as marketing beats. Buddy, you talk about missing a marketing beat. Four million views on a trailer? And you don't mention your brand once? I don't think Xbox is involved. I think the contract predates the ZeniMax acquisition. Ben says, my whole thing is that if Xbox really did get a Marvel exclusive, especially after the success of Spider-Man on PlayStation, you don't think that they'd be flexing and screaming at the top of their lungs, buy our stuff, we've got a Marvel game too. 
Exactly, Sven. Exactly. This would be a huge flex. This would be a huge flex for them. Eugene says, Phil speaks to controversies within days and he hasn't said a word on this. I I agree with that. uh, Erotimus says, doesn't Xbox exclusive reach greater than PlayStation exclusive reach since they can be on console, PC, and cloud? It's about sales, Erotimus. It's about sales. And Marvel, no doubt, is very, very aware of how well Spider-Man has done on PlayStation. And then they look at PlayStation sales of Spider-Man on Steam, and it's a really easy decision to say, (laughs) Blade's probably going to crush it over there. Blade will chart if we launch it on PlayStation. It'll chart as a game, no doubt. No doubt. Because you already have an audience over there that's going to see the Marvel logo and go, I want it. You already have that. You have that brand loyalty already on PlayStation. Massively. There's no way Marvel is out of touch with that. They want sales after Guardians of the Galaxy. It's so unfair to Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy was totally, totally shortchanged because of of Avengers and because of... um, they, they, they didn't look like the movie characters. That was like the two biggest problems is that they, they they didn't look like the movie characters. That was a major criticism I saw from people. And also people were really doubtful about a Marvel game after Avengers. And then Guardians turned out to be like a fantastic game. Copium at its finest. Who's, who's, who are you saying is Copium? Who's, who's coping? Why do they, do they need to flash exclusivity when people know they own Bethesda? You, you think that? You think the 4 million people that saw this trailer on Marvel's YouTube channel, you think they know about ownership of companies? I don't think they do. I, I don't think they do at all. John Q. Public doesn't know any of this. Ask John Q. Public. Walk into a GameStop and just walk around and ask people. and Be like, hey, do you know who owns Arcane Leone? And you're like, What? Do you know the difference between a first party game and a third party game? And they're like, you talking about multiplayer? Like, they're not going to know. Like, the average consumer has no idea about any of this. That's why I think it's analogous to the PlayStation Showcase. The PlayStation Showcase makes no mention of first party, third party. What do they do? Game, 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 game. And all of us said, you know, all the commentators were like, PlayStation Showcase sucked. What an L. Take the L, Sony. And and Sony dominates June with revenue. Why? Because John Q. Public doesn't know any of this crap. All they know is, man, PlayStation's got a lot of games. Did you guys see that showcase? What? PlayStation's got a lot of games, dude. There's a lot of games coming out. They don't know any of this nonsense. They don't know what any of this is. They, they, <clears throat> there is no way the 4 million people that saw that Blade trailer are like, oh, I can't wait. Xbox exclusive, baby. There's no Xbox logo. There's no mention of it in the description. The average person that saw that trailer is excited that a Blade video game is being made. And that's pretty much the end of it. That's pretty much the end of it. Phil said about Bethesda games case-by-case basis, so that means Microsoft would need to specify on a case-by-case basis if it's exclusive or not. I think Dave is making an excellent point. 
I think Dave's making an excellent point. You can't tell people you're going to do ZeniMax property case by case. You can't have your CFO telling investors that first-party games are going to start showing up on, on other platforms that we previously considered competitors. You can't be saying that to investors and the public and then be like, we don't have to specify if it's an exclusive or not. What do you mean? Of course you have to specify whether it's an exclusive or not because now we don't know what's going to be an exclusive and what's not going to be an exclusive. Okay, people keep bringing up the FTC trial and that if they revealed exclusivity, it would give ammo to the FTC. You have to understand the FTC has already seen these contracts. You know that, right? The FTC has already gone through discovery with Microsoft. You honestly think the FTC sits around and waits for trailers to be like, what's the status of that game being exclusive or not? They already know if this is exclusive or not. They went through a discovery process. These contracts are already in their hands. The idea that you think that the FTC case would be swayed by a Blade trailer... I am sorry. I, I don't think that's a very strong argument at all. The FTC is going to lose again. If the FTC couldn't win their case, if the FTC won't let me be, no, if the FTC can't win their case, listen to me. If they can't win their case with Call of Duty, do you think Blade moves the needle? They made the centrality of their case about Call of Duty and they lost. You think Blade's big enough to move anything? Come on, dude. And if it is, they already know. (laughs) They already know. The contract could say it's up to Microsoft, and Microsoft says we aren't sure yet. Okay, you don't need to type in all caps. That's fair pushback. That's fair pushback. But I'm here to tell you, the FTC lost on Call of Duty. Blade's not a factor. You don't need to spam, homie. I'm really good at reading chat. You don't need to put your comment twice, and you don't need to put it in all caps. Just calm it down a teeny bit. Just a teeny bit for me. It, like, creates a weird, like, hyper-vibe in chat. We don't need all caps, and you don't need to spam your message within four lines of itself. Twitch with a $5 super chat. Campaign director for Blade states in her LinkedIn account that they started work on the game in January of 2022, 10 months after the acquisition finalized. Okay, I've already included that in my conversation, Twitch, because according to other sources, they began working on Blade immediately after Deathloop had shipped, which means they were already in contract to build Blade during the production of Deathloop. What that means is Deathloop shipped September of 2021. In March of 2021, the deal with ZeniMax finalized. That's a super, super small window for this contract to have been drawn up. I believe the contract predates the ZeniMax acquisition. And they loaded Blade into the hopper, got Deathloop out the door, and then shifted to Blade. Omar, with a 20-month renewal as a Reforged writer, as long as it is on PC Game Pass day and date, an Iron Galaxy has nothing to do with it, I'm good. Also, Merry Christmas and cheers. Toast to your continued success. Appreciate you, Omar. (coughs) If snacks are being handed out, I'm in. Now, I think what Eugene is saying is something I brought up in the opening monologue. I said that the contract is still in in negotiation or the contract is in renegotiation because 
I could envision a world where Xbox is basically saying, how much? How much money do you want for this to be exclusive? Because Marvel's probably coming to the renegotiation table. Let's just imagine renegotiation is happening. Marvel's coming to the table and saying, listen, we we can plot out some sales projections of this game on PlayStation, and we think it would do fairly well, and then it would be grounds for a sequel, and, you know, a lot of money to be made. And if Microsoft is saying, how much? That could be going on right now. Marvel could be saying... We think we need this many millions to skip out on that platform, and Microsoft's weighing the 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 reasonableness of that request, the profitability of that request. I'll say that that's a possibility. I I I don't think it is. I don't think that's what's going on. I don't think you're in the middle of a renegotiation with a company like Disney who needs money while you're putting out the trailer. That's just bizarre. That doesn't make any sense. Even if I'm right in my theory that the contract predates the ZeniMax acquisition, if that has happened and Microsoft is in the middle of renegotiating, what a weird time to do it. You wouldn't have locked this in. You wouldn't have locked this in nice and tight before the trailer hits so that you could include some Xbox lingo, some Xbox Game Pass, some Xbox marketing power. You wouldn't have ironed this out before? Like, that to me is why that's not very compelling. Because we know Microsoft has no problem writing a fat check. We saw the email about um, the showcase in 2022. They got no problem writing a fat check. And, you know, I, that, that that one, I just, I find that to be, if it's an exclusive, I will say this, if Blade is an exclusive, I think that's the best explanation. Of all of the explanations of why they're not saying it's an exclusive, I would say that is the best one, is that they're currently renegotiating the contract. The other explanations don't make any sense. It's causing buzz. (laughs) Marvel's in charge. I I don't think those are very compelling. I think if we're going to say, what's the absolute best argument we could make that this isn't exclusive, I think that's the best. I think that's the best argument you could make is you could say, Xbox renegotiated Indiana Jones. They're currently renegotiating this contract. Here's why I don't find that compelling. Because the guy from Disney just said, exclusivity for Blade, that's a question for Bethesda. That sounds to me like the matter has been settled, and if you want to know where the game's landing, then go talk to the developer. If that was currently being renegotiated, I don't think he would have said that. If Disney and and Microsoft are currently in talks to, to renegotiate that contract I don't think he says a word about that I think he says at this time I can't comment on that I'd be like oh well then that means they haven't decided they might be currently in negotiations or currently in talks he doesn't say that he says you gotta go ask Bethesda about that if you're currently in a renegotiation with Microsoft you wouldn't direct anybody oh you wanna know about Blade exclusivity yeah you gotta go talk to Bethesda like, what? 
That answer makes no sense if you're currently in a renegotiation. So it's exclusive? Why are you concluding that's an exclusive? From that conversation? If it was an exclusive, why wouldn't the guy just say it? How great Blade was at his times got nothing to do with how Blade is perceived now after all the other stuff is on the market since then and the new generation not even knowing him. He's not front page Marvel anymore. More like third page. I don't think it matters, Solemn. I think if you... I'm telling you right now, brother, you got that Marvel logo on there and you got a super cool-looking strong protagonist with a sword and he's a vampire, like, I don't think you need to say anything else. think you need to say anything else he's cool that's all we need to know marvel cool character third person action adventure sell like crazy on playstation no doubt in my mind look at the success of miles morales how long did miles chart for playstation how many months (laughs) like come on come on Don't you think, as big as Spider-Man is, don't you think Miles Morales would struggle as like, he's not as well known, you know, but no, dude, Miles crushed it as a game. And I don't think that necessarily means that Blade would be as popular, but I think what it means is, is that there is a huge audience over there that'll gobble that kind of a game up. And I think Marvel's well aware of that. For like two years, it was charting in 2022. Yeah, I, I think Blade. I think Blade would do exceptionally well. Would Wolverine also benefit from being multi-plat? <sighs> no, because that gets into the conversation about Microsoft's lack of footprint. Wolverine can do really, really well commercially on PlayStation riding on the coattails of Spider-Man and their development can be faster and shorter and they can make a boatload of cash it wouldn't it wouldn't benefit them at all to try to build that game for Xbox because Xbox is a much smaller footprint and games don't sell as well over there it's an ecosystem that centers around Game Pass and that hurts sales so I don't think there would be any financial reason to do that I, I, I think one of the reasons people push against this so much is they know that it would be confirmation that PlayStation is bigger and generates way more sales, and they don't. I, they, I think there are people that don't like admitting that. They have no problem admitting it about Call of Duty because they like to take shots. They're like, yeah, PlayStation needs Call of Duty. They make most of their money from Call of Duty. Yeah, both platforms make most of their money from third-party games. Welcome to video gaming. Like, welcome to video games. They, they both do. But that's why, I think that's why a lot of people don't like this subject because it's very, very apparent that if this happens, a lot of what they cheered for and a lot of what they were hoping for might not be coming to fruition. You're not going to get a bunch of exclusives. You're going to get games the same as everybody else. And one of the reasons for that is PlayStation's crushed it for a couple of years. And because of them crushing it, they're going to get games. Nintendo, Nintendo could pull a very, very similar power move with their saturation of their next Switch. 
you could see a lot of game companies do everything they can to land on Nintendo. You're already seeing it this time around. How many games have landed on the Nintendo Switch that don't even, you know, you look at it and you're like, how is that even possible? How's it even possible? How'd they do that? Well, they broke their back to do it because there's just so many Nintendo Switches. Deathloop has been delayed a second time and will now release later in 2021. Wolf Saints, are you including the delay of Deathloop to mean that they might have signed that that contract for 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 um, Blade much earlier? Is that is that why you're bringing up the delay of Deathloop? Mortal Kombat One shouldn't be on the Switch. the real question is why does Microsoft always do this with their gaming division I'm not sure what you mean why do they always do this up to now anytime they've announced a game it's been crystal clear that it's an exclusive we've never had this discussion before we've never been like hey man what is that an exclusive there's no logo on the trailer what's going on here PC platform is bigger than the PS5 I didn't say that the PlayStation platform was bigger than PC I didn't say that I was also being asked about making Wolverine multi-plat and I talked about Xbox and there not being good enough reason to bring the game to Xbox because it's a smaller platform, smaller footprint and that ecosystem has proven itself to not buy games I didn't say anything about PC and PlayStation brings their games to PC. They justify doing it later because they get to maintain demand for their hardware and porting the game later is less expensive and then they can make money on Steam. Like, I, I didn't say anything about not bringing Wolverine to PC. Not talking to you. Oh, I thought you were talking to me about my remarks about Wolverine. I was like, yeah, PC's enormous, but PlayStation has... has I think built themselves a very successful ecosystem. They don't need to put anything on PC day and date. They they bring it later. They, that's they make great money launching only on their platform. This is why Marvel is okay with PlayStation exclusives. Marvel Spider-Man 2 is fourth on the chart for this year, and then here's another reason why. Marvel Spider-Man 2, God of War Ragnarok, and Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales chart. Did they chart October, November? Of this year? The Xbox platform is much bigger. No, no it's not. I mean, if you start counting monthly active users because they include Minecraft in in the monthly active users and you start including PC, and, and I mean, that's okay. But that's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about developing a game for PC. We're talking about developing a game for the console. Means to stop counting PCs that barely run among us as potential buyers of AAA games. Yeah, like what percentage of the PC audience wouldn't even be able to run 
some of these brand new games at high graphical fidelity. Like if you look at the hardware distribution on Steam, and if you look at the AAA market on Steam, as far as day one sales or demand, a lot of companies. There was that recent Rockstar video, that guy saying that like that they 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 they, they go to PC later because it's about money. Now that could, the people were saying that's because of double dipping on Grand Theft Auto. Okay, that that's a factor. I'll grant you that that's probably a factor. But I also think they know that they they stand to make more money and get better demand for uh, um, putting something on a console first, and it also allows them to keep the uh, it also allows them to keep the development time and the bandwidth of the project down guys in five minutes we are going to a premiere I have to update you on what happened with the day before we're probably going to do like a full on documentary style stream uh, about that game and everything that's happened but I wanted to update you on the alleged name change we've got some clarity on the alleged name change and them closing down and the financials and the refunds Um, and so that will be going live in five minutes. Currently, I owe you guys 10 members and I will do that during the premiere. Uh, and that is in, uh, in five minutes and, uh, that'll put us at right at 2,200 members. And then we're, we're trying to get to 2,500. We've just been kind of in a holding pattern at 2,200 and that's totally fine. That's totally fine. That's an amazing number. But if you guys want to unlock that community game night, you're going to need to go a little bit crazy either in the... You're either going to need to go crazy in the premiere or you're going to have to go crazy uh, tomorrow to push that number because tomorrow night, Hilly and I are going to be playing uh, Lego Fortnite and we are going to be uh, doing that with you if you guys unlock Community Game Night. So if you unlock Community Game Night, you can all join us tomorrow and uh, it'll be a really, really good time. If not, that's totally fine. Friday nights are a blast either way. So tune in. Make sure and tune in tomorrow night as a member. uh, So that way you can hang out with my man Hilly and me. It's a blast. Bring your drinks. Bring your laughs. It's a good, good time. Make sure you guys smash the like button uh, on this stream. I hadn't really mentioned the like button all that much. Uh, So we should should be sitting at 400 likes by now. And I just wasn't paying attention to it. We were having a great discussion, so I just I just made almost no mention of it. So make sure you guys are smashing that like button. That does help me out. It helps out the video. And if you're watching the past broadcast and you made it this far, that's also a great way uh, to support what we do is to make sure you're smashing that like button. Uh, if you haven't hit subscribe yet, please do so as well. That ensures you won't miss my content. You're going to want to watch this day before upload. There's a lot of things that went on. There's a lot of things that went down. Um... I'm just trying to update the thumbnail. There we go. All right. I'm going to provide you guys with a link to this video. And uh, if you want a membership or a gifted membership on this uh, on this channel, uh, this is a good time to go to a premiere. You might actually get one. Um, and double check, all of you lurkers, all of you faithful listeners, make sure that it saved your like, okay? The front end of YouTube has been super weird. Everybody right now, double check that it saved your like, okay? Make sure that it saved it. I've been liking videos and then having to re-like them. Uh, So double check that, okay? 
So I'm going to spam a link in chat. That's the video that we're about to head to uh, the day before details of the disaster and everything that happens. So I will see you guys over there. This will redirect you. If it doesn't redirect you, it will be the featured video on the channel as well. Uh, so you might just have to refresh the channel or or come back to the channel and you'll be able to see this video. I'll see you guys over there and I will gift, um, I will gift the 10 members when we get over there. All right, let's head over to that now. Click the link in chat or ride the redirect.